Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh. Now the line deep. And this one is gone. An opposite field home run for Josh Bell. Um, awesome. Yeah, I, I've been out, I think, twice in the seventh, and six in the third. Uh, once last year in Milwaukee, once this year in Boston. And it's just, um, you know, obviously awesome. You know, it set a career high in the innings. It was just, you know, awesome. It's in the air to center field. Back goes John Jay, and it is gone in the basket. Ryan Braun to dead center, and it's 4 nothing. Starling Marte with three hits today. Deep and carrying toward the notch. And this one's gone. Sterling Marte has given the Pirates a walk-off win. Even as the Jazz did most everything right, they couldn't control for the massive imbalance between West and East. They couldn't control for Hayward's college coach to be leading one of the strongest East teams. And they certainly couldn't control for the rise of the greatest team in NBA history to dominate from within their conference. Pretty empty set. Right side to his left. Gets the snap. Plenty of time. Fires over the middle. Touchdown. Easy pickings for Julian Edelman. Wide open. A yard into the end zone. And this thing's a bit out of control right now. All right, the last drive was the backbreaker. That was the dagger. It's time for Saverin on Sports. Are the Milwaukee Brewers magic? Are they pulling off a sleight of hand? We all keep waiting for the Brewers to fold. We're heading into the All-Star break. They've increased their lead in the division. And for those of us waiting for them to fold, don't you have to start believing that maybe they won't? My question to you today, are they for real? Are the Brewers for real? They're in first place. Doesn't guarantee anything. But we keep waiting for them to fold. But they're in first place. And now their lead over the Cubs, after beating them soundly yesterday, is four and a half games. Are they for real? Interesting article by Joe Starkey, column actually, in the Post-Gazette. And there certainly have been players, pirate players, who've underachieved. But it did get me to thinking, not to use as an excuse, but being realistic. 
What would the Pirates look like? Where would they be? What might their record be if they had both Starling Marte and Jung Ho Gung in the lineup from the get-go? Would they be 500 instead of six games under? I want your opinion on that. I realize that it's futile because it didn't happen, but I wonder where they'd be in this division, which is winnable. Rob King was the first Pittsburgh-area journalist to interview Starling Marte as he began his rehab initially in Bradenton, now in Indianapolis. Rob was down at Pirate City last Saturday to interview Marte and ran that on the Sunday Pirates pregame show and throughout the game on Sunday. Rob will join us at 12.15 to talk about Marte, what actually happened, at least his version, how ready is he, and what will he be able to contribute when he does get back, which will happen a week from Tuesday. Almost every publication preseason, obviously, that I've read predicts the Steelers will win the division. They're overwhelming favorites to win the AFC North. That, of course, however, is only one step. The first step, but only one. Ultimately, you never know what's going to happen. By the way, the Steelers are the second favorite to win the AFC Championship game, tied with Oakland. Naturally, New England's the favorite. Most people believe the Steelers have improved over last year. But the question I'm asking you today have they improved enough to beat the Patriots? I mean, you have, to, you have to, you know, bundle up the season and say there's only one game that matters. There'll be a lot that matter. But have they improved enough to beat the Patriots? Matt Williamson will join us today at 1.30. One final topic. Uh, you know, I don't follow the NBA all that closely. But recently, since their free agency began, the draft, I'm looking at some of these salaries that they're paying out, and I wonder, how can they afford to pay this kind of money to these players? When we talk about baseball salaries, we talk about NFL salaries, of course, hockey salaries pale in comparison. But, I mean, these NBA salaries, how can they? I know the money comes primarily from television, but how can they be paying these salaries? And not all for great stars, either. Those are the topics. We'll have a trivia question for you today. It involves the Pirates. 412-922-2874. Pound 970 on your cell. You can email me, stansaverin at iheartmedia.com. You can post on Facebook, Saverin on Sports, or tweet at Stan Love the Show. Those are the topics today. Be anxious to hear from you, your thoughts uh, on some of those topics. Milwaukee's 46-40, and and no one saw that. Now, before you say, well, they're in a a bad division, well, they are. But I would also tell you that their record is not the worst record to lead a division. Cleveland is, by percentage points. But we know the Cubs have underachieved. I don't know what you think of the Pirates. Maybe they're playing exactly like you'd expect them to, although we'll get to the Marte-Gung topic at 1230. 
But what about these Brewers? They had a little bit of a lull, but they've come back, and yesterday they pounded the Cubs. I mean, it's only one game, but they pounded the Cubs. Eric Thames looked like he was just going to be a flash in the pan. The league figured him out, but he's gotten hot again. One of the leading home run hitters in the National League. They've been a huge surprise. Maybe the biggest surprise in all of baseball, although Colorado, Arizona, they would qualify there as well. Are they for real? Let's remember something. Here they are, and I don't know if they'll keep it up, but they are doing this and have been doing it and will continue to have to do it without one of their best starting pitchers. Chase Anderson has an oblique strain. They said he'll be out four to six months. That occurred in late June, so what are we looking at? We're looking at the earliest, late this month, probably early August. And he was pitching very well, 6-2, and two, with a 2.89 ERA. Now, they've got a very good closer in Corey Kniebel, but they need some other bullpen help. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? But they could also use some starting pitching help. I mean, they're getting an awful lot. From guys you, at least I thought in the past, Jimmy Nelson, kind of ham and eggers. Well, the rumor mill has it, for whatever that's worth, that they're making a strong bid to get Sonny Gray, pitcher from Oakland, or like everybody else, Jose Quintana from the White Sox, who's on the market. They're also looking at the bullpen help. Now, how good, even with that, are the Brewers? Again, it's only one game. They pounded the Cubs yesterday. Maybe at least a good question is everybody's waiting for the Cubs to just turn it on. Well, I'm telling you, their starting pitching is a big issue. Kyle Hendricks was their best pitcher last year. Talk about coming out of nowhere. He's been hurt all year. The starting pitching for the Cubs last year was kind of along for the ride, if you know what I mean. The offense was so good. I mean, Lackey and Lester and Arietta did not have great years last year. They're not having great years this year, and Lackey just went on the DL. A lot of people think it was a phony injury to make room for Kyle Schwarber on the roster without having to make any kind of a move. And, oh, by the way, Lackey goes on the 10-day DL. He'll be eligible to pitch next weekend, which is the first series after the All-Star break. So not a big deal there. Now, the Pirates have the ability to make a statement of sorts. They have to take two out of three against the Cubs beginning this afternoon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At 220. And you certainly think the Cubs would awaken. But they're starting pitchers an issue. Don't, don't be surprised if they go out and make a deal for a pitcher, a starting pitcher. 
And Wade Davis is an all-star reliever, but doesn't do you any good if you're down three by the time you get to the ninth inning. I'd be hard-pressed to say, oh, the Brewers are definitely for real. But the longer it goes, the more they begin to believe that they are for real. And they've done this in the past when they acquired CC Sabathia a few years ago. They thought they had a chance to make it in the playoffs. They traded for Sabathia. They made the playoffs. He did not pitch well in the playoffs. My point is, the Brewers, unlike some others, most likely would go for it. Why not? Starting Marte's return a week from Tuesday will be a help for the Pirates. Rob King was the first journalist to interview Marte in Bradenton. As he began his comeback, Rob will join us next on Savern on Sports. Catch the Crowley Show today at 4. Where your mom listens, and hey, you should too. Adam Crowley on your home of the Steelers. ESPN Pittsburgh at 970 a.m. and now at 106.3 FM. Stan never lets anyone outside the family know what he's thinking, so you must be family. A man that doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. Saverin on Sports, ESPN Pittsburgh on 970 AM and 106.3 FM. Toward left field, Starling Marte has done it again, clearing the deck with a cannonball. Time against the Brewers. So, starting Marte. Interesting, we played that clip. He'll make his return against the Brewers, we suspect at least. Coming up next Tuesday at PNC Park. We're joined now by Rob King of Root Sports, and he was the first Pittsburgh journalist to talk to Starling Marte last Saturday. Rob joins us now on Savern on Sports. Rob was at Pirate City, correct? That is, uh, no, it was at uh, Leecom Stadium. Oh, that's right. McKechnie, yes. our old McKechnie Field, right. Leecom Park now. Um, I, first of all, how would you characterize um, his, his, his mood? Was he um, defensive about it? Was he remorseful? Uh, how would you describe? What... I think he's remorseful. Um, you know, it's been a couple of months, obviously, so I think he's, he's trying to keep himself focused on the task at hand, which is getting himself back ready to join the pirates but um you know i think that he looks at himself as as somebody who made a mistake and has let his teammates down let the fans down um and wants to come back and and try to make things right uh, I, I definitely got that that sense from him that you know and i think that you know he's a guy who loves to play baseball too and he wants to play baseball and and he can't do it and so i think all that you know you throw that all into the stew and you've got a guy that is you know uh, yeah I, I would say remorseful would be the word how about embarrassed? I mean, did you sense that he was embarrassed for what he did to himself and what he did to his team? Yeah, I think that's probably um, in in that same you know that same sort of stew. Um, you know, again, I, I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, and you have to remember too that the interview happens, and then it goes. Starling answers in Spanish, then it goes to a translator, and then it comes back to me. Yeah. So um, there's some you know some uh, reading of the tea leaves if I'm trying to go you know get into it too much, but. Um, yeah, I, I think that all that is part of it. And, um, you know, I don't think that, you know, uh, if, if anybody, you know, had any suspicions that there might be some cockiness or arrogance about it, that's definitely out. Uh, you're looking at much more on the remorseful 
embarrassed side of the scale than uh, than anything else. Well, shame on you for not doing better taking Spanish in college. And then... <laughs> oh, I, I, I tried it. I hear like one word that I recognize, and yeah. I'm like, uh, that's not that one word is not a translation. So. Yeah, I, I took two years of it, and uh, I'm believe me, I'm probably behind you and uh, in, in that regard. Do you suspect, Robin? Again, this this uh, is speculation. I don't know. Maybe maybe Marte talked about it. Do you think that the motivation? For him to do that, whether he knew it was, he took some supplement. He thought it was safe. Uh, he obviously felt he needed to get stronger. Whatever stems from the fact that he only had the nine homers last year. Yeah, I have no idea, Stan. None. Um, you know, it's my understanding that um, that it that he, you know, he played in the World Baseball Classic. They have, and again, I, this is my understanding. I don't know if this is exactly correct, uh, but I believe that he was tested there. He passed. Um, you know, um, they have a very – I think they use the Olympic testing, I, I was told. Um, so, you know, pass that and then and then fail the test, I believe, in spring training. So what his motivation would be at that point, of, uh, I have no idea. Um, absolutely none. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know, Stan. Um, you know, he had one season where obviously the home runs dipped. Is that is – that, I mean, who knows, Stan? I, I just – I don't know. I really don't know. When you interviewed him, did you ask him what he had been doing up until the point he reported to the Pirates in Bradenton? Uh, you mean meaning the last couple of months? Yeah, I mean since you know since he was suspended yeah, and yeah, working been, out. Been, and then... Yeah, he's been working out. Um, uh, and and I can tell you this: the 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 folks that I talked to down there said he has been working unbelievably hard. Um, you know, they wanted him to work out. He's been working out twice a day. Um, and he's in incredible shape, and so uh, you know. And he was he was doing some hitting work early, and then um, did a lot of you know conditioning work. And obviously, he's now on his rehab assignment. So his conditioning, um, and and he's a well conditioned athlete anyway. But um, if anything, he's redoubled his efforts. He's always been a hard. I think my understanding, he's always been a pretty hard worker. Um, he has uh, he has doubled down on that over the last couple of months. Uh, I have a question. This may have to do something with the parameters of his discipline, uh, but working out. Why? Why did he not start playing in games until last weekend? Wasn't allowed. Wasn't I mean, allowed. Have, okay. Yeah, you have you have 15 days. Okay. I, I believe the number is 15 days of rehab assignments that you can go out on prior to your scheduled return date, and so um, before that, now he could, he can take. You know, if there's a guy, uh, you know, so they had they had uh, you know. For for fans that don't know how this works, you draft guys, you bring guys over from the Dominican Republic, um, you have guys that you drafted last year that you're going to be sending out to short season ball, which began at the end of June, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, say like the West Virginia Black Bears, you have the Bradenton, uh, the Gulf Coast League team, you have kids coming over from the DSL. So when all those guys are working out, Starling can go over there and take at bats. Um, it's just when the games are official, he couldn't take at bats. So. Um, and I, I think he was taking plenty of at bats and seeing live pitching, but obviously uh, live pitching from an 18-year-old kid uh, from high school, and um, you know Clayton Kershaw. There, there's a pretty wide gulf there. Well, I wanted to ask you. Um, he, he was in Bains in a very short period of time playing uh, with, with that club, and immediately went to Indianapolis. Was that part of the plan, or was he just doing so well at that level of competition that they wanted to bump him up, or they just wanted to bump him up to get him as ready as possible, as quickly as possible? Yeah, again, my understanding, you know, because he's been working out, that that was just a way to ease him in. The plan all along was to get him in two games and then send him up to, you know, get him out in the field a little bit. 
Um, no matter how much you work out, no matter how much you you know you know this, Dan. No matter how much you scrimmage in football or whatever, when you get out and play a real game, it's just different. It is. I mean, um, you know, all the double sessions and everything that you prepare you um, are not the same as playing in an actual game. It's the same thing with baseball. So they wanted to get his, you know, just make sure. Okay, your legs are underneath you. You can play. Let's go. And that so that was part of the plan. Um, again, my understanding from from uh, before he was. Uh, activated to play in Bradenton. Rob King is our guest. Rob will be uh, hosting the Pirate pregame show on Root Sports coming up at one thirty. Pirates play at 2.20 today at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Uh, Rob, I'm not sure of the timeline of all this um, as to when the announcement was made, but the Pirates said, hey, when he comes back, he's going to go back to left field. Um, did he have any reaction to that? Was he aware of that? Not that he has any choice in the matter, but is he okay with that? Was he aware of it? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I did not specifically talk to him about that, but I, I don't think you know at this stage of the game, um, you know, he's not going to come in pounding his chest saying this is where I want to play. Um, Andrew McCutcheon's playing great baseball. Andrew McCutcheon's going to be in center field, so no, I, I don't think that that's even. I think that's the furthest thing from his mind. I, you know, I think he wants to come in. I think he wants to fit back into the team and contribute. And I, I hope that he doesn't put too much pressure on himself for the sake of himself and the Pirates. But, um, you know, he cause, because usually when you do that, that leads to uh, a lesser performance that, than, than you might think with somebody uh, commensurate with his skill set. So I, I just I, my, that's my biggest worry is he's going to put too, you know, from a, from a team performance standpoint that he's going to put too much pressure on himself to try to do too much. But where he plays, where he hits, I am sure that is the furthest thing from his mind right now. A couple more things for you, Rob. It, barring any injury of some sort, is there any doubt that he will be there and ready on the first day he's eligible, which is the 18th, the week from Tuesday? No, uh, there, there should be no issues with that at all. And lastly, and this is uh, very uh, subjective, I've uh, thrown out to the uh, listeners this morning, um, there have been pirate players that were counted upon uh, who have not lived up to their expectations. Uh, some may have exceeded them. Uh, where do you imagine, Rob, the... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pirates would be if Marte and Gung had been there from the get-go. Um, I think they'd be contending for first place. I, I think they'd be ahead of the Cubs right now. Um, I think they'd probably, but it's a lot to to expect them to be in first place, but I'd say they'd be somewhere between where the Brewers and the Cubs are because, you, you know, you look at the rest of the team, um, you know, going into the game uh, last night, the Pirates were 4-12 and and the game started by Chad Cool. We saw Tyler Glass now have his difficulties. Obviously, Cool straightened himself out. Um, Trevor Williams has helped solidify the rotation, but that was an issue. Um, the bullpen has not been as good as you would like to have been. That's obviously been an issue, um, but the lineup hasn't scored as well either. I, I think those guys... You know, the two of them together would have been worth, say, another three or four victories for the team. All right. Uh, the pregame show on Root Sports Day at one thirty. Uh, get ready, Rob. You have very small shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it, my friend.
I'll talk to you. All right, Rob. Thanks very much. There he goes, Rob King of Root Sports. Uh, the opportunity to interview uh, Starling Marte. And now we'll, uh, we'll ask you that same question. I've, I've asked that of you. Where, if Marte, and just for, for reference, a couple points here, um, the Pirates were 6-7 and seven when Marte got the news that he'd been suspended. So one under. Um, during the time he's been away, up until today's game, they're five under, uh, six under overall. Uh, so that's it's not a precipitous drop, but there are other factors uh, involved there too. Um, where would they be if he had been available from the point at which he was suspended, 13 games in? Where would they be if Gung had been with the team from the get-go? I'd like your thoughts on that. I'll give you mine. Um, got some information on our podcast. There seems, has been an issue with that. Also, I want to mention <clears throat> that there's going to be a change in managers at the All-Star game. Um, it's a bad news but good news sort of circumstance. Fill you in on that. All ahead, 412-922-2874, pound 970. Thanks for joining me today and every day for Saverin on Sports. We are sports. Stay up to date with us on Facebook, ESPN Radio Pittsburgh, or on Twitter, where we keep it shorter at ESPN Radio PGH. The gun had better be planted, otherwise Stan's just gonna have his you-know-what in his hands. Say hello to my little friend! Saverin on Sports, ESPN Pittsburgh, on 970 AM and 106.3 FM. This one's hammered to left field. Way back. Jung Ho Ho in a grand slam. The first career grand slam for Jung Ho Gun. And he comes through with a sacks full. And the Pirates lead it 5-1. to one. Before we get to Jung Ho Gung, just a bit of news about another foreign-born player. Yesterday, Ichiro Suzuki became the Major League Baseball career leader by hits from a foreign-born player. Ichiro, now, of course, with the Marlins stroke, the single, his 3,054th hit that pushed him past Rod Carew. Now, most of us think of Rod Carew as an American-born player. Um, He moved to America at a very young age, but he was born in Panama. By the way, um, Rod Carew about... Five, six months ago, had a heart transplant. He he was close to going out, if you know what I mean. He had a heart transplant, um, and he's doing very well. In fact, Teak told me that they had a conversation because, of course, Teak had a heart transplant. It's been a couple of years ago now, thankfully doing extremely well. So, uh, anyway, Rod Carew, and hats off to Ichiro. Surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. And remember, Ichiro didn't come over until he was about 26, 27. What if Ichiro had come to the major leagues at 21 instead of playing those years in the Japanese baseball league. He'd be close to passing Rose, I would think. The other baseball I wanted to mention to you is a Terry Francona, good news, bad news. The bad news is that he will not manage the American League team of the All-Star game coming up Tuesday night in Miami. Uh, Brad Mills, former Astros manager, who is Francona's bench coach in Cleveland, will take his place. Of course, Francona gets that because the Indians won the American League pennant last year. 
The good news is they finally found out what was wrong with Terry Francona. And I have to say, unfortunately, I have way too much knowledge about heart surgeries, but uh, (laughs) I said to someone, I said, it sounds to me like he's got urythmia, which means an irregular heartbeat, and he may need an ablation. An ablation is a a non-invasive procedure where they actually shock your heart back into rhythm. If your heart is not beating uh, in, in the proper rhythm, you know, it skips a beat or it beats um, <clears throat> twice when it should be beating once or the other way around, beating once instead of, you know, where it should be beating once instead of where it should be beating twice, that changes obviously the blood flow and the circulation and it can make you lightheaded. And um, that's what it's, and that's exactly what they did. And he's fine. Um, now, sometimes it has to be repeated. Mario had that done. You may remember toward the end when he retired, he had that done. Uh, I'm not saying it's not a serious circumstance. They're messing with your heart. It's a serious circumstance. And sometimes you have to do it again and make sure it's beating properly. But Francona will be back managing the Indians tonight uh, against the Detroit Tigers. But they're at home. So I think they want him near the Cleveland Clinic. They don't want him flying down uh, to Miami so he can stay close to the Cleveland Clinic. So that's the good news. He won't be at the All-Star game. <clears throat> he's done that before, but he's healthy, and that's a good thing. Um, something else I wanted to pass along. We know we talked about the Brewers. Uh, thus far, the Brewers are 4-5 and five against the Cubs. 4-5 and five against the Cubs. They've got a big three-game series at the end of July at Miller Park. So they've held their own. By the way, the Pirates are 4-3 and three against Milwaukee this year, if you're thinking about that kind of challenge. Uh, still very early. Where would the Pirates be without Marte? Or, where, excuse me, where would they be with Marte and Gunn? PL posts on Facebook, he said, if Marte or Gunn could come out of the bullpen and not blow a lead, we'd be in first place. Um, if somebody could come in and not blow a lead, they might be in first place. Tony Watson has seven blown saves. Even two, even two, if you flip two losses into two wins, that's a big differential. Not, you're not, what's done is done. Now, Jim takes a harsher view. They'd be where they are because their pitching sucks. Well, I disagree with that. I, I don't think their pitching is terrible. I've said before, um, it's certainly been inconsistent. But if Cole, I know these are ifs, if Cole, Tyone, and Nova are solid, their fourth and fifth starters right now are better than any other team in the division. Now, I say that. Cool pitched very well last night. I say that, and Trevor Williams will probably get lit up today. But they need another bullpen arm. That's why I suggested they consider putting Cool back to a bullpen role, although as Teak said yesterday, he's never done that before. It would be a tough transition. And then you get to the point where what's more important, having a reasonably dependable fourth starter as opposed to a setup guy in the bullpen. Uh, I don't know. I, I do know this, that after last night's game, in the month of June and months of June and July, Cool's ERA is 3.50. He was awful early, no question. <clears throat> but since June the 1st, 
or since I should say his first start in the month of June, his ERA is 3.5. He won't win a Cy Young Award with that, but he won't get sent to the minors either. That's not bad. He's a different pitcher than he was. When you look at the Pirates lineup, we know that they're woefully weak in terms of power. McCutcheon and Bell, very good numbers. They both are on track for a near 30 home run season. That's even a bit high for McCutcheon, and we never knew what to expect from Bell, but you see the kind of power. He's got to hit better than 235 or whatever it is, but he does seem to have a knack for driving in runs, and he's a rookie. He's 24 but not much power elsewhere. So, A, let's look at this. I'm not expecting a lot of power from Marte. People talk about, well, he only hit nine home runs last year. Well, you'd like more than that from him. But I don't think that that's what I'm looking for from him. Look, anything in the high teens would be great. Now, Jonathan posts on Facebook and says, are we talking about a juiced-up Marte or the one from last season that had only nine homers? I don't care about that. I don't. If Starling Marte hits above 290, he's got a lot of gap power, doubles. Doubles drive in runs, too. If he hits 290, and I'm talking about a full season now, he's only going to play a half season, barely. In a full season, if Starling Marte hits 290 and drives in between 80 and 90, And, let's remember, steals 45 to 50 bases. That makes a big difference on this team. Part of the problem they have right now, McCutcheon never runs anymore. Never. Never. They have no base stealing. Jay Hay, some, but Marte can be a 45 to 50 stolen base guy. That is a big offensive weapon. I don't care if he doesn't hit home runs. Gung, we know, we assume, based on what we've seen, 25 homers. If you pencil in Gung for 25 homers, you might be on the low side. Those are two pretty significant offensive weapons. Now, this is not meant as an excuse for this team being six games under. But I think you'd have to be pretty darn cynical to say that they wouldn't have been a big help. And there's one other factor to consider, and that is the domino effect that not having them. Forget about what they bring individually. What does it mean to the rest of the team? It means, A, you've got bench players playing far too often. David Freeze is a good guy, utility guy, move him around, but he can't play every day. You can't play him every day, not at the age of 34. I like Adam Frazier a lot. I still think he'd be a good player, but Adam Frazier would have been a utility guy, right? If Marte's here and Gung's here, Frazier gets an occasional start in the outfield, maybe a little bit at second base to spell Jay Hay or Gung. Harrison moves over to third. There's a domino effect that their absences have had on this team. And the more you play guys like those bench guys, the more you expose them. 
And again, I'm not saying that David Freeze and or Adam Frazier aren't good guys to have around. I still believe Frazier, I know he's slumped, he's down at 265. I still think he can be a good, solid leadoff hitter. Maybe he's not ready for that. The last year, but more in a utility role, he had 301. Maybe now that he was playing every day, he's not now. Maybe he drops. Maybe he got up in the 330s. That was too high for him. But remember, he's a career 300 hitter in the minor leagues. So I think you'd have to be pretty cynical to say that they would be, I don't know about 500, they'd be closer to it for sure. If Gung and Marte, that's just a fact, I think. Dennis displays the ultimate cynicism. He says, 89 days till the puck drops. All right, I wasn't counting, but I uh, I understand. 412-922-2874, pound 970. Stephen Finleyville joins us. Hi, Steve. Man, um, thanks for taking the call, sir. And um, Just when you came back from break here, you started talking about Chad Cool. And um, I'd like to ch- chime in on there, man. He is coming around. Stan, I-, I supported this guy at the beginning of the season. I was glad that they stuck with him in the rotation, and it got real ugly for a long time. I had to cover my head around my friends, the few that I got to throw eggs at me. He ought to be in the, he ought to be in the minor leagues in the bullpen or something. Looks like you and I hang out with the same people, Steve. Uh, it's a very small, very – I have to say this about, about Chad Cool. Uh, look, he's 24, right? First full year in the major leagues. Right. And right. But I have to look at the Pirates' management at being responsible – partially anyway, for his slow development. Why? Because they try to make him cookie cutter. They said, well, we like guys who throw the ball down the zone. We yep. like ground balls. Hey, you know, forget the four-seamer, whatever it was, a two-seamer. Do this, do that. They tried to mold him. And then finally, when he was getting bombed and he didn't have the control that they would like and had the trouble, trouble keeping the ball down, I don't know if they gave him permission or he just said, to hell with it. This is my life and my career. I can throw 98, and yeah. I can overpower people. And now that is not always a great recipe against major league hitters. But, as I said, since June 1st, 3.50 ERA. I'm not saying that the Dodgers would trade him for Clayton Kershaw, but I am saying that the Pirates are partially responsible for his slower development because they tried to drive a square peg into a round hole. Yeah, it seems like they tend to try to do that. But, but for once, instead, you know me, I, I'm, I'm always looking for a reason to, to crush Huntington and, and the boys. But at least they made, took a look in the mirror. Maybe they got lucky and they said, you know what? Hmm. This guy does throw. You hear about how hard Glass now and Cole throw, and Garrett Cole throw. And, and, and they do at times. So uh, Cole more more specifically than, than Glass now, who goes from 99 to 94 depending on what pitch it is and what, how he throws the fastball. And why that was such a big problem with Chad Cool and not Glass now, well, it's starting to come to fruition now. The rest of the season, I think, will show this young man if he's going to be a, if he's going to stick into a rotation. But so far, the, 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 it's coming around, Stan. I'm sorry yeah. for stuttering on my words, but he is getting better. You're seeing improvement. And you know what? One more thing, and I'll let you go. Had they not fielded the ball like pre like pre uh, preschool kids, 
in the minor leagues and used gloves instead of mittens to catch the ball, they also would have won about five or six more games. And that can be added on, you know, to anywhere you want to on where this team should be. But um, it, it, it kind of are where they are because they put themselves in this situation. And I'm not going to root against these players. I never do. I don't like the front office and the, and the owner, but I'm all for the players and the logo stand. So all right, Steve. my call, sir. I bet. Thank you. Thanks very much for uh, giving us a call. Uh, grumpy old fan says, tweets me, and he says, Pirates um, have 76 games left. 42 and 34 gets them to two over 500. 49 and 27 would get 16 over. They're not getting there. Um, I think you're going to need to win 86 games to win this division. 86 games to win this division. They have 76 left. What are they? Um, 40, what are they? 40 and 46. Something like that. Is that what they are? Where are you? I'm wasting time. Uh, yeah, 40 and 46. So uh, 76 games to go. They would have to go 46, and you do the rest of the math. I'll figure it out during the break. Got something on our podcast. Uh, trivia question up next, 1 o'clock. Uh, we're going to get back to our Steeler discussion. Have the Steelers improved enough to knock off New England should they meet in the AFC Championship? That'll be the 1 o'clock topic. Got some stuff for you coming up next on Savern on Sports. Take us with you wherever you go. ESPN Pittsburgh is on the iHeartRadio app. Anywhere, anytime, and always free. ESPN Pittsburgh, an iHeartRadio station. But a big sports all over your Ivy League suit. <laughs> sports all over your suit. Ha! <laughs> bing! on Sports. ESPN Pittsburgh. 970 AM and 106.3 FM. By the way, I figured it out. I had to take off my shoes to count this high, but the Pirates would have to go 46 and 30 to win 86 games, which I think is what it will take to win the division. 46 and 30, 16 over. Uh, I don't see that. Whatever. We've had some uh, podcast issues here, and that's largely because um, iHeartMedia, the corporate monolith, uh, changed the format. And I have to admit, this is like speaking Chinese to me. I mean, I I don't understand any of this. Um, Our three producers who are gathered here will tell you that. I mean, I I don't get it. So I'm going to read this from Heath, who is, by the way, uh, serving overseas in England in the Air Force. So thanks for your service, Heath. Uh, he says the email, and he said, I heard one of your shows last week. People are having issues listening to the podcast. I have the same issue, but realize what happened. For those with Apple phones or devices, your podcast using the built-in Apple podcast app stopped updating as of last Tuesday. However, if listeners use the iHeartRadio app, open it, and go to podcast to the far right, they can then search for your show, my show, and subscribe. Once they do that, every episode will automatically update to the podcast area of the iHeartRadio app not long after each show. Thank you, Staff Sergeant Heath Pallone is his name. I, I Does that mean they charge now? Is that what that means? I don't know, but that's his solution. So there you go. Time for the trivia question. We'll get back to that. First correct caller wins the $25 gift certificate to the Carlton Restaurant. One player, pirate player, hit the last home run at Forbes Field, and also drove in the first run at Three Rivers Stadium. Who is that pirate? One pirate hit the last home run at Forbes Field 
and drove in the first run as a pirate at Three Rivers. 412-922-2874, pound 970. Tough one. We'll give you the answer in the winner next. Catch the Crowley Show today at 4. Where your mom listens, and hey, you should too. Adam Crowley on your home of the Steelers. ESPN Pittsburgh at 970 AM and now at 106.3 FM. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.